0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, March 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. H-2A disruptions alarm farmers. Outbreak advice for wineries, restaurants, and farm workers. USDA may get boost in spending. U.S. Department of Agriculture grapples with crisis and H-2A concerns. The Ag Department's trying to reassure farm groups that the administration is trying to ensure producers have the H-2A workers they need this year, despite delays in processing their applications. The Ag Department issued a statement yesterday afternoon to Agripol saying, quote, "...it is directly engaged with the State Department and working diligently to ensure minimal disruption in H-2A visa applications during these uncertain times." Chuck Connor, president and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperative, said a key concern has been the closure of consulate offices that are critical to interviewing potential H-2A workers. He said the industry has been, quote, working feverishly this week on emergency procedures. Also of concern, because of the outbreak, the U.S. will suspend routine immigrant and non-immigrant processing visa services in Mexico, that starts today. Now, why it matters? Well, 258,000 workers were approved under the H-2A program in 2019. And a letter to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Georgia lawmakers warned, quote, that crops may die in the field if there's a lapse in H-2A processing, diminishing our domestic supply and potentially increasing our reliance on imports. By the way, Industry groups are working on several other issues as well, including border inspections. The industry wants to ensure that Customs and Border Protection prioritizes entry for food products and provides for expedited screening of drivers and of trucks. To address meat industry concerns, USDA's Food Safety Inspection Service says it's closely tracking absentees among its inspection force to ensure that packing plants are adequately staffed. The plants can't operate without FSIS inspectors on site. With schools closing, USDA has announced a partnership with PepsiCo as well as Baylor University's Collaborative on Hunger and Poverty and McLean Global to provide nearly a million meals per week to some rural students. The shelf-stable foods will meet USDA's nutrition standards for the department summer feeding program. For more on the potential impact of the pandemic on the ag sector, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. State issues guidance to prevent coronavirus spread in restaurants. The California Department of Public Health has issued guidance on protecting consumers at restaurants, farmers markets, food trucks, and other food and beverage establishments. The recommendations include reducing occupancy by half, limiting lines, and cleaning everything often. Similarly, farmers' markets should space out booths, pre-bag items, and cut out food sampling. Now, Keep in mind, Governor Newsom recommended on Sunday that all bars, wineries, and breweries be closed. The governor did later clarify that by wineries and breweries, he meant tasting and drinking rooms. Wine and beer production will continue, and retail sales may even rise to meet what is likely a growing market-at-home consumption. Family winemakers of California has asked the administration to instead keep tasting rooms open for reduced capacity, as restaurants are doing. FWC is also recommending a software tool for setting up an appointment-only system for wineries. Silicon Valley Bank has also posted its advice on how wineries can, quote, meet the customers where they are. Remember, The wine industry is already dealing with an oversupply issue, along with major market loss of China. Tasting rooms and related tourism have played an increasing role in the business models for Napa wineries, a region that also faces the state's highest ag land values. Food safety inspections will also continue. Throughout the crisis, the Leafy Greens marketing agreement is assuring retail customers and consumers its members are already meeting strict hygiene standards that are enforced through routine government audits. LGMA CEO Scott Horsfall said it's important that people understand what happens on our farms each and every day. United Farm Workers is also asking ag groups to ensure consumer and farm worker safety. And a letter to farmers, UFW also plans 40 hours or more of sick pay for farm workers, the end of a 90 day waiting period for claiming sick time and the removal of caps on accruing sick pay among other requests. Coronavirus hangover stalls a rise in dairy prices. Global dairy prices were on an upward trajectory by the end of 2019. That stalled in the first quarter of 2020 as the coronavirus outbreak in China left buyers and sellers scrambling to assess the market impact, that according to a new Rabo Research report. With a reduction in exports and domestic demand, the U.S. industry could divert more milk into butter and powder for longer shelf life. As a result, butter and milk powder prices, as well as corresponding Class 4 prices, could retreat further from the current forecast the report's authors noted economy now in recession on monday daybreak reported on a ucla study forecasting a 50 percent chance of recession yesterday the forecast was updated to show the nation is already in the midst of a recession that is projected to last through the end of september more than a decade of expansion has now ended remember Under the last recession, then-Governor Jerry Brown had to slash CDFA's budget significantly, leading to staff cuts. Agencies reoriented their regulatory programs to instead draw revenues from user fees, such as for water rights and water quality. CDFA Secretary Karen Ross said those years, quote, were extremely challenging. Brown's austerity measures, however, led to a California rainy day fund that is now worth About $20 billion. In national news, a key senator eyes boosting USDA aid authority. The Senate is working on a huge stimulus package, possibly as much as a trillion dollars. Washington grappling with the impact of the COVID-19 epidemic. It is possible that package could include a provision to refresh the Commodity Credit Corporation Spending Authority, that the USDA has used to make market facilitation program payments. Senator John Hoven, who chairs the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee, tells Agripulse the CCC account could be refreshed either through the stimulus package or later through the appropriation process. Hoven, a North Dakota Republican, is waiting for an answer from USDA on whether it has sufficient authority to make another round of MFP payments this year. Keep in mind... The pandemic and the potential for a recession this year are adding to the stress on the U.S. farm economy and calls for more direct aid are only going to grow in the coming weeks and months. USDA extends comet period for school meals proposals. The COVID-19 pandemic has prompted USDA to extend its comet period for 30 days on two school meals proposals. Originally scheduled to end March 23rd, the comment period now will run until April 22nd. In the proposals, which deal with school breakfast and lunch programs, as well as the summer meals program, USDA says it's trying to reduce administrative costs and give schools more flexibility on their menu options. For example, one of the proposals would make it easier for menu planners to offer meats or meats alternatives and grains interchangeably, without offering a minimum grains requirement daily for breakfast. now Not everyone likes the proposals. The announcement coincides with the release of a new report from Healthy Eating Research that says the proposed changes, quote, could increase food insecurity and have a detrimental impact on kids' health and academic performance. Here's today's She Said It. We need to make sure food is produced here domestically so that we can continue to not be dependent on other nations for food products when we desperately need them. That Senate Republican Leader Shannon Grove in a floor speech Monday evening as the Senate passed emergency coronavirus bills. Governor Newsom signed the measures late yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, March 18th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.